Hey guys, Jason Scott here, co-host of Love and Beyond the I Do podcast with my lovely wife, Tina Marie. This week, we're going to re-release episode number five, Relationship Phases. There's some wonderful gems in this episode, so sit back and enjoy. Loving Beyond the I Do is produced and sponsored by LegendaryRelationship.com. All things marriage, all the time. So many people get into relationships, get into marriages, and get into living situations and get into babies, and they don't know the person. Yes. They don't know the person. That's just a little of what you will hear on this week's Loving Beyond the I Do, Episode 5. Cue the music. Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast. This power couple is building stronger marriages one day at a time. Talking about real issues on love, relationships, and marriage longevity. Let's break down the barriers and engage in healthy conversation with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Take a seat and buckle up because things are about to get real. Okay, just to start everything off, I just want to say that no one, we're in a room of people, multiple different levels of relationships. We have married people and we have dating relationships with us today. All right. So everybody, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Welcome to Love and Beyond the I Do. And even though some of us are not at the I Do stage, we are talking today about just in general relationships. Relationships while you're dating, relationships when you're married. Uh, We have, how long have you been married? We have Morgan. Oh, wait a minute. I I got a disclaimer. So... No one's in a forced relationship here, right? <laughs> we're here under our own free will, our relationships? Yes. Okay, cool. All okay, right. Okay, so we, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go around the room and everyone says their name. So I don't want to mess up anyone's last name. So okay. let's start, to, Jason, to your left. To my left. Mm-hmm. Marka Donaldson. Sierra Villarreal. Roll. <laughs> okay. Mrs. Earl. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Jason Scott the second. Jordan, son of Earl. <laughs> Morgan Bishi. And of course myself, Tina. Hey, you forgot me, Jason. All right. Scott. The first. first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who wants to start off? Well Jason. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which Jason? But we're you. just here talking about relationships. I mean, everybody knows no relationship is perfect. Right? No one's in a perfect relationship. And your relationship probably isn't what you expected when you were dreaming about your relationship with that individual. Right? Because in the beginning, you have in your mind, oh, man, if we get together, life is going to be blissful and this, that, and the other. And then you get together, and this person kind of getting on your nerve from time to time. (laughs) Okay, so let's start with the dating couples. So has your relationship been what you... So are you past the cupcake stage? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so how long have you guys been dating? Oh, <laughs> Almost four years. Almost four years, okay. And so it's past the cupcake stage. Yeah. So yes. what, 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 so no, we're not doing guided. Let's just talk general about relationships. So what do the, you want to share minute, with I don't us know about what the cupcake stage is. Um, when, when those rose-colored glasses come off. Oh, when you don't really get them warm fuzzies when you see them anymore. 
No, you get the one. Okay. <laughs> is that okay. like the honeymoon stage? Yeah. yeah. Except when dating, it's called cupcake. It's it's called both. It's, it's both, right? It's both. It's both. It's it's the it's, same it's thing. It's cupcake when you first start off, but it's honeymoon more so towards marriage. When you get married, because you know after the honeymoon you're all happy and it's all lovey, and yeah, you realize yeah. like it's the same person I wasn't really liking that much. That's okay, true. Okay, go ahead. Keep keep talking. I was talking to her. Oh. Uh, but yeah, cupcake is kind of in the beginning. Okay. Where everything's going all good and you're all in each other's face 24-7. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a pretty... 20, we had a 24-7 cupcake phase. And that uh, okay. died out pretty Not quick. At first. I broke up with him for like a week. Okay. Because I wasn't used to people wanting to be all underneath me and stuff. And I was like, you gotta go. Yeah. And then I was like, I was just playing, baby. She, so she said, broke up after a week. How did y'all get back together? Because I said you're gonna break up with me because we spent time together. And then yeah, she said that was kind of lame. And then she thought about it. It was like the, the dots when you're typing. Her brain was like dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. And she was thinking about it. And it took her brain seven days to get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why. It oh wait, took and you have to dial up. She doesn't have the <laughs> internet. She, she, she didn't have the phone. I don't know. I don't think it was. Up. Was it, was it a week? It was too much. It was just too much. I don't think we were time. actually... You oh, just weren't used to people like being under you that much? No, I was not. Was it it's, like your it's, first it's, serious okay, relationship not. type yeah. thing? Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. so so what made you change your mind? I like mean, he cute or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Looks do help. Looks help. Well, I got you. And so you was like, mm, yeah, I kind of like the attention. Yeah. Like, you didn't get you it. Know, I liked him for years before we started even dating. And then I was like, am I really just going to let some small... Inconvenience just break us up like that. I was like, eh, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna wait and see because I might, I just okay. might. But then apparently, we didn't know we have a baby. All right, yeah. so, so are you guys still like every day 24 7 on you? We, we live together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, I, let me put a disclaimer just because you live together, yeah, don't right. mean you're really together. Really. You could just be roommates mm-hmm. in a relationship. What and a not really what a baby. be on it each just, other 24-7. Have you so, ever had that conversation the next morning like, why you leave the couch? And I was like, just because you fell asleep on the couch don't mean I don't want to sleep in my bed, but now I'm in trouble because I left on the couch when we clearly have a room. Oh, no, I never had that conversation. Well, that's, that's Cause, cause, because because what I do, right? Because what I do, because you were sleeping so peacefully. so peacefully. I'm the kind of don't wake me up if I'm sleeping. She come, she come wake me up all mad. I be laying across the bed on an angle and stuff. I got new room. Why didn't you wake me? Why would I? <laughs> no, I actually work. I actually work Tina up and say, "Hey, baby, it's time to go to bed." Exactly. Yeah. So, well, like, with Jeremy, wrong. Jeremy and I will be on the couch in the living room, and Jeremy's not your mate. <laughs> so let's get that clear, guys. Right. He's... Jeremy's not my mate. Yeah, but he's my brother. Because <laughs> Mark already be in the room. Close, <laughs> we have a very close relationship, right? So this is somebody that you know I value in my life. So we're watching t- television together, and he, you know, I inevitably fall asleep on him. He just walks into his room and don't even like say nothing to me. So I wake up feeling a certain way, even though you know he's not my mate or anything. It's just like it's really, like, it's like you knew I was sleeping. You could have been like, bro, you know, <laughs> go get in the bed. Like even when even when I was you know younger and I fell asleep on you guys, you guys would like take me in the room where you say you know go get in the bed. That's you know, so I weird. Expect, I wouldn't I expect like a, I wouldn't like expect common, my sister to wake me up, like and I wouldn't feel courtesy. something. Really? Would you? No, I wouldn't either. I no, I'd be like, wait, I wouldn't really? care. I, but anyway, you, I, I say I, this I, to say, but, I say this to say, when when Marker falls asleep, I always tap her and tell her. You know, but uh, you know, I might feel that way if it was my mate. 
Like you just gonna right. leave me on the couch? Like seriously? I would not. Do exactly. not wake me while I'm sleeping. No, if I would. I'm I would sleeping, feel. Do not wake me. I would feel that type of way if it was my mate. Like okay. if Jason, if I woke up and he was gone. Now mm-hmm. if we were both sleeping. That'd be different. But if I woke up and he was gone, I'd be like, Are you kidding me? Like, like I would really be upset. Do you feel that? Like, do you feel that way? Sometimes I think about just like I don't have a problem if you let like, me down. I don't I'm sleeping and right. I, you don't wake me. I, I don't. I mean, have a clearly, if you right. fell asleep, you so plan babe, to be there. Uh, uh, what do you like. say? Disclaimer: Do not wake me if I'm sleeping. Right, no, because I'm, now I'm up. I'm just gonna go in the bedroom, get the bed, come put it right there. Right <laughs> <laughs> I see that's a real man. You're gonna have no argument, baby. You ain't even gotta move much. I'm gonna bring the bed to you. So how do you feel, Marka? I like it so like you know vice versa like if he's down there I come downstairs and I wake him up and I'll say you know get in bed and if it's the other way around he does the same thing I don't know it feels weird like just sleep with somebody yeah, there it's like I'm abandoning him down there right, well, right. Upstairs, a lot of times but, so that's how Sierra feels she up, though I just stay down there anyway but I have a question <laughs> so, but I just like that she actually Told tells you. me that I'm going upstairs she like, thought cool. enough I have a random you. question though it, I don't know if it applies but how far are your bedrooms from Said couch. We have to go upstairs. Yeah. I can still see her from the bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're in a studio here. So, so technically, you're still in the same vicinity. <laughs> if something happened, I'm, I'm right we here, baby. So I didn't need to wake you up and take up some space. I can leave you right there and keep my. Left it's not eye even on about you. the space. It's just I don't want to. I don't want to wake you. Like clearly, you were fine here. Right. But it's, trust me, like it's weird. If I if I'm gone, she gonna wake up in like ten minutes and. Why'd you leave me? It's like, well, you're, you're here now. You're good. So, Morgan, do you fall asleep on the couch? No. You That's good? why I have a bed. Okay. Bro. I don't either. But I have a television. We have a television in our bedroom. So, if we ever feel sleepy, we move it upstairs. Okay. So, you both. So, you never had to wake him up to go upstairs to go to bed. Like, he does, like sometimes you want to watch one thing. He watches another. You're in two different places. Sometimes if you're really tired, you may fall asleep on the couch. He he go, he sometimes he does go upstairs before me, but he does tell me, he tells me to turn off the TV. I don't listen, but he does say turn off the TV and come upstairs. <laughs> right, right. See that's just what I do with Jason. Right. He falls asleep all the time downstairs on the couch. I don't fall asleep though. He yeah. falls asleep like, like I think he pretends like I don't know, sometimes he don't even turn on the TV. He's like, I'm gonna go watch TV. And he just falls asleep on the couch. That's <laughs> my hour. And then instead of instead of and so my thing is if you're sleepy, why go downstairs and go to sleep? Why not just it's like he can't sleep in the bed. It's too early to go to bed, but you're clearly going downstairs to go to bed. Right. You're to go sleep and, on the couch. And then while you know while I'm nice and sleepy, I'll stagger upstairs and finish it's my a, nap. Maybe it's a mental thing. It is kind of a mental thing sometimes. It's sometimes I separation just, anxiety. From the TV. I do because I'd be like, no, oh, her. I'll be like, Jason, turn the TV off. Let's go upstairs. Jason, tell me go to bed. That yeah. she does. Now, has anyone? But we were talking about the cupcake phase, so we didn't finish okay. that. Oh, so no. you guys are finished with the cupcake phase. And so, yeah. what was the first thing that um, you realized, like, you start noticing things about your mate that you didn't notice before? Because once the cupcake stage is over, or the honeymoon phase, it's like you start seeing things like, wow, I didn't know he did this, or I didn't know she was like that, or you start noticing things. What was something that you noticed that got on your nerves, that didn't bother you before? You can go first. How when he would get mad, he would do this quick, like, <laughs> and then stop laughing really abruptly. I hate when he does that. It's very annoying. <laughs> but it wasn't a it wasn't a problem before. No, he didn't do that before. Okay, so um, the other couple here is Jason. How long have you and Marka, who is his girlfriend, and she's here? How long have you guys been dating? It actually just hit two years and eight, eight months, months today. 
All right. Well, congratulations. Happy right. Oh, congratulations. Are you guys still? Are you still in the cupcake phase? Mm, no, I don't think we're in the cupcake phase. I don't think so either. I think. What does well seasoned mean? You know how like when you start off in a relationship, you kind of don't say things to you know kind of protect the other person's feelings. When you get that deeper <laughs> understanding of like how you guys operate your dynamic, that kind of like goes out the window, and now you kind of just say how you feel. And it's kind of like understanding that it's all coming from a place of love and just you but trying no to be tack. better. Just love, but no tack. I'm, I'm just going to say tack. Like you got to be tactful in what you say. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's still tack. a, it's still a way that you have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And that's just general courtesy. But you're not mincing your words to try to avoid feelings. Like you're not sugarcoating. You're not past that. You know, maybe you should like, no, like this is something that I feel like you really need to work on or, you know, whatever. So I feel like we're past that cupcake phase of like sugarcoating our different grievances against each other so i think that's when and when did it end so you've only been two years you guys are four years so when did like Like, two years and eight months so that's like over two and a half years okay and we were when so when we were we were talking for a little bit for about almost a year before that okay so So you were getting to know each other as friends no we've been friends well we've been associates since like 2000 and I want to say 12, 13. I met Mark in 2012, right? 13. I want to say 13. Yeah. You came into FAM at 2012, though. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I, I met you when you first came in. I didn't join RAC. So we knew each other from um, school because we have the same major. And we both joined, you know, same, like, Fraternity, right? No, yeah. it was, it was before the fraternity, but yeah, rack, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't join rack my first year. I'm pretty sure it was my second year. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, 2013. So, I, I, be- I, okay. go ahead, join in. It's, it's just a conversation. Oh, I just go wanted ahead. to kind of say that he was saying that, um, you know, we just kind of tell it like it is. We're still tactful and say. I think that's a whole nother level of maturity that a lot of relationships, two years, five years, ten years, still don't have get to that point you know what i mean a lot of people are still not being honest with each other they're kind of you can't handle the truth and Mm -hmm. their relationship Mm -hmm. is kind of suffering and it's not Mm -hmm. honest and therefore Mm -hmm. it's not genuine Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's it's kind of tissue paper you have to be very Mm -hmm. delicate with it so you can't be honest you you don't know that person enough to be how how old are you guys i'm 26 25 i mean that's a great level of maturity for you guys to have accomplished you know at this young age and that took i'm glad you said that because that actually took you know courage and i feel like that was really the turning point is when when are we going to stop mincing words Mm -hmm. when are we really going to understand that we're here for each other as life partners and we're going to tell it like it is you know with with being tack and with being you know courteous and I think, like, after you do that, there's a risk that is involved with that because that could be the end of you guys' relationship. Because if it's built on tissue paper foundation, then it's going to falter. Okay, so, Mark, what were you thinking during this time? Like, when, when you guys just jumped to that point, like, were you fine with it? Did you think it was a little... Because I noticed that you guys have two different personalities. Jason's yeah. more... He's an um, extrovert, and you're more like an introvert. You know, you're like a little... He's, you know, you're kind of shy, and he's a little bit more, you know, people person out there, center of attention, so... Yeah, well, definitely when he started, you know, being more open and honest, but it's just his delivery, I guess, um, showed me that it was coming from love. And we're pretty much the opposite. So, like, for me, I would say the opposite do attract. And it benefits me because he helps me to be 
a better person. So the areas that I lack, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's definitely he's there. He's supportive. He tells me, you know, come out my comfort zone, little stuff like that. And in the areas where he lacks, like you know, patience or mm-hmm. you know, right, tightness <laughs> or like little stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> there as well to help him with that so we kind of like you know bounce off each other you're right so okay good in so one of our other podcasts i talked about in a relationship i think uh, i think i said it's something like he's your your strength where you're weak and you're his strength where he's weak something kind of to that term so you kind of um, you kind of complement each other, like yin and yang, right? Right. So you kind of to make it okay. Circle. I mean, right. this is going to actually make a relationship work because no one, if you have one strong dominant person relationship, it's just going to be lopsided, right? So right. If you can't actually get your feelings across or get your meaning across, then you really don't have a relationship. You know. Well, it's not just that because just being a strong dominant person, you're always going to get your your thing across. But when you when you come to see that, it's also about being able to listen. Mm-hmm. Right, because when you're used to being the strong dominant person, you're used to being the one that's heard. It's very hard or challenging to switch over and be the one that the listener. Right. Okay, you know? especially like and then for you know being reserved, you're always the one that listens. You know what I'm saying and, and, and internalizes. So it could be very challenging to you know then get your point across. How does it, anybody else want to comment on that? Well, I can tell they're past the um, cupcake phase because. And I know he's a good listener because she spoke to him with just a look. <laughs> and he responded. She said, he responded. He was like, okay. I, said, I know that look. I know what she's saying. Right. So, you know, when you're in that cupcake face, it's just all giggly and high. Right, right, but right. But she threw a look at him. He was like, okay. Okay, so so, that, so that's Earl. And so how long have you guys, now we're moving on to the married people. So how long have you guys been married? 27 years. Okay, 27 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we're seasoned. See, so tell us, tell us about your relationship. Share whatever you want to tell, share with people about relationships, about the cupcake phase. About, I mean, you you guys have probably pretty much went through all the phases. Yeah. yeah. So 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 tell us a little bit about that. What you've learned, what you want to share with other couples. I think in it, the beginning, you kind of have this idea even before you meet your mate of what you think a marriage and a relationship is kind of about, and what you think that a marriage kind of consist of and what it's going to you have this I guess like fantasy or this dream about this is the way it's going to be right, and then when you right. meet this person you're like okay we're compatible right. we want both want to get married we're in love and everything and then after it happens you're kind of like where's the love beyond the I do like I right. Thought it was <laughs> right, right, right. and then I guess the decision becomes am I going to stick with this or am I not going to call it quits? Like at what point right. does the happily ever after come? Start. You know, this right. is a, and then when you mix children into the mix, it oh makes it so much more stressful. Like so it just, and that's what I, I would tell anybody, <laughs> give your relationship time for you guys to grow together to get to know each other, a third right. or fourth or fifth person into the mix because it just complicates and confuses things so much. I would just say so that. So how long, wait, I don't mean to cut you off, but how long do you suggest to wait before you introduce that new person into you guys' lives? Well, it kind of depends on how old you are and how mature you are to handle it. For some people, it could be two years. Some people may need five years. You True. know, it's, I think it's all on the individual it's, it's couple. It's all on the individual, exactly. And I mean, some people are happy without children. They're just, hey, it's just you and me and we want to keep it this way forever and ever. And that's great also, you know, but I think that We've gone through that beginning stage, that children's stage, that children are finally out the house stage, and now the grandchildren's stage. So, 
you know, we've kind of gone through it. We're into the, hey, it's you and me. We need to settle down and calm down. And we're looking forward to just relaxing and rocking on the porch together with the sunset. Like, So hey, you like, guys are, are um, empty nesters? Empty nesters. Yeah, okay. And so what was the hardest point in your relationship that you can share with the younger couples that, and what helped you through it? Like, not details, but like, you know, at what point was it, Right after the first child, was it because you guys had... Or the first child, was it a, right. a point in period? And I always ask this question of the couples. There was a deciding um, there was a deciding time in your marriage where you decided that I'm going to stick with this. There, there came a point where they're like, either we're going to stick together and we're going to work this thing out, or we just going to leave. There's a point in time in every marriage that that happens. Where yeah. you get to that point and you says. Look, you think about it, right? I'm leaving, or, or we gonna I'm work ready this to go. Thing right, out either way, right. but I can't continue this marriage at the way we're going right now. So somewhere along the line, there was a, a teeter where you said we are going to come together, move forward, and we're gonna build something, and we're gonna stop doing what we're doing. So what point was that? And, and as much as you can. How share. did you? And what was your deciding factors? And what made you make that decision? And what if you know? Just what can you share with them? Like what can you give them from? the wisdom and the years that you guys have been married? Well, for me, it started like before our marriage. I went up to my wife and I told her, I'm going to marry you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she laughed in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, boy, get out of here. <laughs> and now here we are 27 years like, strong. Okay. You know? mm -hmm. but, but the thing was, I, um, so we, did you have you... to come to an understanding that, like you all say, you, you know, this is what we're going to build on. This is what we're going to have. This is what we're going to work towards. Mm -hmm. um, I got to a point where I told her, I had the feelings about her that, you know, you don't walk away from this relationship. Okay. You okay. die out. Okay. okay. Right. okay. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait, okay, wait. Die. I was like, is that? <laughs> you ain't just going to say I'm done. I'm through. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I, I was getting ready to say, was that a threat? Jokingly. Was that a threat? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, it was jokingly, but right. I mean, I wanted her but, to but understand. But you, you, you wanted to understand that well, you're not just, well, you're not willing to just throw in the towel just right. to make times it's get gonna, hard. It's going to be arguments. It's going to be crying. It's going to be fighting. Right. But the thing is. Somebody going to have to sleep outside. Somebody's not going to come home. Right. At the end of the day, you don't go to bed angry at each other. Okay. You you know you say what you gotta say and say okay I'm done with mm -hmm. it now I'm listening to what you gotta say you gotta it have is. the trust you gotta have the support you know you gotta um it, it all it's all it's not it's a, a number mm -hmm. of things that you know get this get relationship the, and keep it together. Okay, and if you guys hear a little people in the background, that's because we do have children. They the people here do have children, some of them. So you know you might hear some voices, but they're not part of the podcast. Yeah, they but just we're gonna want keep, to be part This of is real. <laughs> look, this is real life. So, right. you know, we got to do what we have to do. Before we turn over to Morgan, who is a recently married, we're going to give give some advice. Give some advice. Well, real I, quick. You kind from, of asked from, me from, in the beginning. I would say that one thing that I wish we hadn't done that caused a little stress on our relationship is I think we had children too soon. You know, and what we is too shouldn't soon? have taken that time. We had our daughter... Like right a before year, a year, a year I'm on two. two well, we years. had her two years later. Mm -hmm. So I think that we should have taken that first two years just on us, us. Mm -hmm. just on us. Like we need, like we were excited. Oh, you know, you, you thought yeah, it was love. You had the, the cupcake stage. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Lots, yeah. Of, yeah. lots of cupcakes, lots of honeymoon, and then right. you know, you know, when you're honeymooning, 
you yeah, you they, honeymoon. They, yeah. You honeymoon. That's and your good. stomach balloon. Yeah, the, the honeymoon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. I would tell anybody to kind of. I mean, but some people, and it's different, like you say, for everybody. Because right. Some people right. actually dated eight years before they even got married. We didn't. We were um, engaged in six and married in a year. Mm-hmm. So it was a very short courtship. Wow. Oh, that was, was what they call a whirlwind? Yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise that for everybody. I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like when you see people, you're like, oh, we've been knowing each other six months and we were engaged and you kind of look at them and you're like, why? <laughs> like, why? What's the rush? You know what I mean? But I kind of feel like... Um, I was ready. I thought I was ready. I think I thought I was ready. You kind of, a lot of stages in your life, you think you're ready. Absolutely. I I would have to agree that. Jason and I got married very young. And um, when we got married, I thought I was ready. I didn't. How old were you? I was 22. 22. What made you feel like you was ready? And and that's the thing. I thought I was ready. Now I know I wasn't. So there's there's a stage in your life between the ages, I would think, of like 16 and 24. You know everything. You you know everything. You you think that you're older and more mature than you are or mature and wiser. And then once you get past, when you hit 30, you go, wow, I didn't know crap. Crap. And when, like, no one said, well, Tia, you're really young. Like, you sure you want to get married? No one said that to me. Right. Everyone's like, oh, okay, you're getting married, great. And, you know, like what Jason was, or Angie was saying, you grow up, you, you're taught to go to school, get an education, and when you finish, you find a man, you date him, you get married, you have kids. No one ever tells you anything after that. All you know is, that, oh, we're, the next thing to do, get married. But what do you do after that? Pay no bills. T- That's right. what you do. No, but no one tells they, you. They no, come but quick. In but you know what? No one tells you about the bills. I know. No one tells you about the arguments. I know. No that. one tells you about the the different types of um personality. Personality. Why don't you think like me? I mean, right, like, right. why do you leave stuff in the middle of the floor? Nobody, why do you do this? Yeah. Nobody right. never says anything like, oh, when you're dating, it's it's all good. But when you get married, everything's gonna change. No one tells. No one tells you the real stuff in life. And, right. And, and it's different people. You really don't know a person until you live with them. And I don't really. Agree and even if right, but even if you live with them, it's a different true. because are you really truly being yourself when you live with the person? That's true. Right. But it's a different right. type right. of look when you sign that paper and yeah. you say I do. And then when, you'd be like, well, or who even is this when you person? first get married, like when Jason and I first got married, I was washing his clothes. I'm not washing his clothes. Yeah, anymore. that stopped yeah, soon like, after. <laughs> I want that person it back. Was, it was not soon. I do change. Yeah, right. I, I like that. So Earl, Earl had a saying just before we jumped on. He said, "I do changes things." Right, right. and it does. And prayer and changes things, and I do changes things. Yes, right. it so, does. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on with Morgan. She's been pretty quiet. Um, Morgan, tell us how long you've been married. Before we go to Morgan, okay. you, you asked me for one bit of advice. Okay. And and someone told me this when I was a newlywed, and, and I thought it was a good piece of advice. Okay. And she's like, what's, what's the problem or what's the harm in doing or giving your husband, doing for him or giving to him, if you can, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Whatever he wants or needs, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? As long as it doesn't diminish you. Right. And be, you know what I mean, right? It doesn't make you less of a person. Less of a person, absolutely. So if you can, not? why if not? You can, but that's just all being one hundred percent in. 
You know, that's true. If it makes that's them true. Happy, and you can do it for them. Then why not? Because you would want them to do it for you. Exactly. So if I want my husband to be all in and give me a hundred percent of his love, why would I give him fifty or sixty? Well, I'm not going to do that for him. I'm not going to fix his plate. I'm not going to do. And so you know. So does that mean you're going to start washing my clothes? Again? No, no. That means because I was doing too much. That's I felt like I felt like I was giving a hundred. And you felt like I needed to give 100, but I feel I want to. I realized that you wanted to give 100 too, so I was willing to let you give me 100. Okay. But, but the so, thing about that is, I think now at our maturity, I realize that it's a partnership because individually, when his clothes, he needs me to. If he asks me to, I will. Yeah. You know or if I mean? you like see him where they're getting out of control, you'll watch him. I, I will. Right, absolutely. You know I mean? Or you it's, know that he's busy or whatever. You you willing to do it? But I mean, you know, it's right, it's like me. Like, it's, it's a partnership where it's 50-50 where I don't have to always cater to you. You don't have to cater to me because we're doing this together. Right. And you know that's what I mean? that's what a lot of relationships are, partnerships. Do, do you do you young people in the room, do you realize it's a partnership? Have you realized that yet? Or are you just still, you realize it's a partnership? Speak up, speak up. We, we can't, see, we can't oh, yeah. see you shaking your head. <laughs> we've realized it's a partnership, but what we didn't realize and are kind of starting to work on now, especially since we're out of the cupcake phase, but uh, we're actually starting to work on trying to like any sports team, we're trying to fine tune our team. We're trying to get each other into a position where we shine so that we can make this, make it work. So know? Jordan, if you don't mind, can you tell everyone how old you guys are? Uh, I'm 22. Sierra, do you mind? You don't have to. I'm 20. Okay. Okay. And so, so just to, yeah. just to kind of, so that people who are listening, if you can get it together in the relationship part, mm-hmm. you can get it together in the marriage part. Right. And I think everything starts and begins in the relationship. You can't think that, you're going to have problems and you can't work through them or like things are just going to change because you get married. Right. Whatever problems you're having and you can't solve in, in a relationship and in, in your dating phase, it's just going to, to magnify in the absolute, marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's head it on over to Morgan. I've been married two years now, a little over two years. Okay. Likes, dislikes. Um, is marriage what oh, you thought I'm, it was? I'm 25. Uh, marriage was not what I thought it was. Okay. Join the club. Um, what you think it I, was? Not what you thought it was going to be. <laughs> it, yeah, it's definitely not what I thought it was going to yeah. be. What, what do you, you think mean by it that? was? Uh, well, you know, growing up watching my parents, um, I'm the daughter of Angela and Earl, who've been married for 27 years. Um, you know, I kind of got a glimpse of what I thought a marriage should be. And you, like you guys said, a partnership between two people. And But I guess I kind of put my own little fairy tale Prince Charming spin on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, does. stuff doesn't always work out like that. <laughs> um, but I will say the first, the first year of my marriage was horrible. <laughs> well we're glad you can be honest well my okay so my situation was a little bit different so i had already been living with my husband um before we decided to get engaged and get married so i thought that stupidly it would be the same because we were already living together so i was like oh what's the difference no when, when it was when when we finally got married things did change we mm-hmm. i felt like we fought all the time over stupid stuff like who moved the bread off the counter? <laughs> like, like seriously, I felt like we were, I felt like I missed that whole honeymoon phase. Like, it was just gone. And then I just felt like we were fighting all the time. And I call my mom. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm done with this. I should never did this. I'm leaving them. I'm like, I'm come live with you. And she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> so she pretty much made me stay in my marriage. 
I didn't have a choice. But no, no, in my defense, I did not make her stay in her marriage. I said, you cannot run away from your problems. Now, either you're going to stay together and fight for this marriage together, or you are going to call it quits, but you can't run away from it. And so you need to make a decision, you know, yeah. of what you're going to do. And honestly, most of the time when I said that, it was just um, me being in me being in the moment and having and be, and just being emotional mm-hmm. about it. But when before uh, my husband and I decided to, you know, get married and have our vows, we did sit down and have the conversation. I was like, look, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. We're going to go all in. I'm not getting divorced. That's not even an option. I said, we can fight. We can, you know, whatever issues we have at the end of the day, we're going to figure it out. If you need some time away, if I need some time away, then that's what we'll do. That changed real quick, didn't it? Because you were like, I'm ready to leave. I'm going. (laughs) But it was always just talk. I wasn't going nowhere. (laughs) I'm going nowhere. Not here. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly not here. So you didn't tell us how long you've been married? Uh, I did. Years. I did two years. Oh, okay. a, little, a little over two years, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's... And you guys have a baby. Oh, yeah, we have a oh. baby. So, um, my son was in... I I do wish I do wish that we would have waited um, later to have, a, to have a baby. But not that he was an accident by any means. I feel like he was a, um, a blessing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was having some uh, health issues and um in the process of going to doctors and trying to figure that out um surprise <laughs> you're pregnant i'm like oh well it must be meant to be so yeah so he's here now and that's that changed and you know we're we were still we were still in the beginning of our marriage so we were trying to figure out things with each other and then when i found out that i was having a baby it's like man that just changed everything around and now that he's here stuff has changed around again. So it's constantly changing. We're constantly growing, trying to figure out um, new issues and stuff like that. So I do wish uh, I could have had him a little bit later, but I don't regret him. Sure. But it does come at you really, really fast. Did we figure out who moved the bread? My question is first. They both moved the bread. My question is, my question is what is the living dynamic like? Like uh, just the layout of, like, are you in an apartment? Are you in a condo? Are you, do you have a house? Is it his house? Do you guys own the house together? Uh, so now... Or when we now just talking or, through everything. Okay, so when we were dating, I had my, I had my own apartment. He had his own apartment, and then uh, I had some issues with my apartment. He let me move into his apartment, okay. but we weren't alone. He had three other roommates. Oh wow! So it was like there was a cup. There were two couples, and then a guy that slept on the couch. <laughs> had one of those before. So <laughs> even though right, so right, even though yeah. we were living together, we weren't alone together. Mm-hmm. So it was different. And then after that, we we moved in. We had got married. We moved into our own apartment. Or, I'm sorry, townhome together. Mm-hmm. And then, what was um, the layout of that? Uh, bedroom baths, like three, three. Oh, okay. There was uh, two bedrooms, <laughs> two bedrooms, one and a half bathroom, you know, okay. kitchen, living room, dining room. Okay, so you guys have plenty of space. So you yeah. were able to, yeah. so with the two bedrooms, did you guys use the two bedrooms? Or do you guys, you know, just stay in? Like, do you use that second bedroom? What do you use that for before uh, the baby? Okay, so the second, Her in baby. our first town, in our first town home, the, ta- the room was for my guests and my dog was staying in there okay. so that's what it and then extra storage space that's what it was for gotcha. um and then saeed when he uh messed up 
AKA the dog, dog house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm be honest, there was a few nights. I think that's why he got so cool with Kane. A few nights him and Kane was in there together. <laughs> I see you're one of those don't sleep on my couch. <laughs> no, no, no. So I have a question for pretty much most of us here. Do you guys think that having a kid made the relationship harder? Yes. 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 So what most people don't realize is that when you you have your you have your personality, you have your likes, your dislikes, you have things that you do and you don't do. Then you meet someone else, and even though you like that person, the more you get to know them the more you realize they have a different personality. They have different likes and dislikes. They have things that they do and they don't do. And this is all because of your background, your culture, your parents, one parent home, two parents home, everything, all your dynamics coming up make a difference. So you have these two people struggling to get to know each other. Once, especially once the cupcake phase is gone or the honeymoon phase, then when you bring another person into a relationship and you haven't really discussed it it's sort of like have a baby but no one tells you well you have to decide on how to raise this baby you have to you have to agree on whether to discipline them how to right. discipline it, them exactly. you know what they're gonna all of these things you don't think about you just think well, i just want to have a baby i'm just gonna have a baby and then when you have it you go well i don't want you to spank her no i'm gonna spank her well i don't want her to eat that no she's gonna eat this so now you have another personality Another person who who comes with their own set of likes and dislikes, their own sets of, you know, I want to do this. I don't want to do that. And now you're arguing over over what a baby Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying, because that baby now brings so much more that you can argue about. Not even not even that. You also have the monetary portion of it. Okay, you're talking about daycare, clothes, food. Also, I mean, it just goes up astronomically. Yes. And we all know money. Is a big issue in marriage. Right and now, you find over that that little piece of bread. Right, yeah. for right. sure. I, well, I paid for the first set of Pampers. It's your turn. Right. Yeah. yeah. The baby needs milk. Well, why didn't oh, you pick yeah. it up when you came in? Right. Because right. you just went past the store, but you didn't call me, and now you're arguing. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, well, Morgan, luckily we like to go to the store together. <laughs> <laughs> and you so you're not arguing about I'm on milk. My way home, be ready to go to the store. <laughs> so then, then you guys argue. No, I pay for the last one. No, I pay for the last one. Right. No, I pay for it. Right. right. Now, are you at the? Uh, so look, this is the cashier. Uh, anybody gonna pay for this? This is the baby. Yeah, <laughs> I want some milk. And y'all like, no, I pay for the milk. No, you pay for the milk. Are you at the daycare stage now? Because that's roughly at this stage about four hundred dollars a month. I know for daycare. No, no, it's four hundred dollars oh, a week now. Yeah. Four hundred dollars a week. It's gone up. It's yeah. It's, it's been a while since I had a baby. Like, Inflation yeah. is real. <laughs> it's like, it's like one fifty to two hundred a week. Kids have got like, worse. So that's that hurts. And, that hurts. Well, you know what, Angie? Depends on where you go. Because yeah, someone just said it, and they pay three seventy five regardless if the baby comes or not. Yeah, right. I need to go get a daycare. Yeah. And that's why so many people are in daycare. Yeah. So, um. What do you think? Did it add? Did it? Did it kind of um, put put a, a put, a, put a little strain on that marriage? It was already straining. That bread was wasn't even an issue anymore. I don't <laughs> give a d who moved the bread. <laughs> Why is that baby crying? So, what do you think? Um, definitely, it definitely added a, a lot more strain. And then also, uh, my husband and I have different cultural backgrounds. Uh, my husband is Nigerian. Mm-hmm. So he comes from a culture where the women are expected to pretty much do everything as far as the household and then the upbringing of the children. And the men are mostly providers. And where did you come from? What is your background? My understanding was that it was a group, like a a joint, not, yeah, not group (laughs) joint, sorry, joint effort. So like the, the the man and the woman, it was like 
supposed to be 50-50, even though sometimes it wasn't. But it's supposed to be 50-50. That, that's what my understanding was. And so we did we did have a few arguments about, about that. Mm. But I I am very headstrong like my mother. So I held my ground. And eventually he came around. I was mm. like, yeah, we're going to do this 50-50. But, okay, so I have a question. Did you all ever discuss that while you were pregnant or before you got pregnant? Did you ever discuss... Um, who would do what? I mean, anything about the baby. You know uh, well, I mean? uh, before I even got pregnant, uh, Saeed and I had um, a few discussions about, you know, wanting children and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Diane wasn't planned. So when I found out that I was pregnant, we, we had to, like, sit down and have a serious discussion. Um, we did decide certain things about um, religion and um uh, discipline, stuff like that. How we're we gonna bring them up and stuff. So the big things, the big things. She yeah, big, was an th- issue. big things. Right, she right, skipped, big she things. Thought, she, she thought were an issue. Th- right, that we thought was. But issue. you didn't discuss who's gonna. Right, get up for them two o'clock feedings. Right. right, exactly. Who's mm-hmm. gonna wash the bottles? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't discuss that because you don't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't. It's right. just like because you're tired and sleepy. Yeah. You've been up with the baby all day. My, it's like my plan was to breastfeed. So. We didn't even buy bottles. Luckily, we had gotten some bottles from the baby shower. Um, but yeah, that breastfeeding thing went out the window, boy. <laughs> Let me tell you. All right. Let me so, wait, wait. I, so, you know, I, I, I have told several young people that who have told me that this is what they're going to do. Like A, B, and C. Like my baby's not going to do this. My baby's not going to do this. Right, I'm not going right, to do this. Right. And I'm not going to do it. And, and my baby's. And, and how did that work out for you? <laughs> in the house who dictated what happened and when the baby the baby, the like, baby. i tell so many yes. people that and they're like no yes. this baby's gonna so, sleep when i sleep that no you're gonna sleep when it sleeps yes. so Let sierra and jordan mm-hmm. your was your i could probably say so you all have a daughter yes and she's two and was she playing absolutely not no. okay no. so so when she came you guys were together two years at the time yes well, it was going on two years. Okay, going on two years. Yes. And so after she came, what, ch- what stage did your relationship go to then? Um, so now it, you, again, you, you're already having, you know, you're pay, past we, that honeymoon and, yeah. and things are real. And, and now you go, okay, we have a baby. Yes. So we were in a very uh, critical, very rough time in our relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. And when she came along we still kind of didn't, didn't know what we were going to do and where we are going to go from here. Mm-hmm. But Sarah, we knew... Sierra, join in any time. You, you don't <laughs> have to wait for... Like, you don't have to wait for him. Okay, whatever you know what? You add to. You're right. I'll stop saying we. I, in my, in my head, felt like we're going to have to figure this out along the way because at some point, the baby's going to be here. Mm-hmm. We're going to be parents and we just have to, or I have to, uh, do my best to make the situation best for her. So, so that, did you guys think... Did you so so uh, like we said about marriage? Most people don't think beyond marriage. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're gonna have a baby. You, you know, we gotta figure this out. Oh, what did you think it was gonna be? Mm-hmm. Uh, us having a baby? Yes, like like she what just said. You you, said, you like what like did you, you think beyond that? Did you think okay, she's gonna or it's gonna come and we have to do this and we have to buy pampers? Like like what did you think? And then what was the reality? Well, first of all, I never thought she was a man. I knew she was a girl from jump. Okay, but, um, <laughs> I, I knew it was gonna be really stressful. And that we were going to have to stick together in a lot of things. And I felt like we we, we really didn't at first. Mm-hmm. We really did not at first. But then after a while, when he started getting used to it, like, okay, she's not as fragile. I'm not going to break her if I touch her. Then he got more involved. Also, I feel like with being so young, 
especially with the family background that we have, um, a lot of people felt like they needed to put in input, which we don't mind. Well, at least I don't mind input, but... Say what it is. Right. Don't sugarcoat it. Just... But sometimes to a certain degree, it's like, we all know support the head. Like, we get it. Okay. <laughs> we get it. Hold the baby's okay. head. You know, but it's like, we, we started to realize that, I guess... And certain things, it kind of brought us closer together because we realized that we were going to have to stand together and start to say, no, this is what we are going to do for our child. This is how we're going to raise our child. This is what we want to do, yeah. you know? And we, you think it had something to do with your age? Uh, like, people were giving you advice because of your age. Yes. I mean, yeah. I know, like you said, first first parents don't know a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know Nothing. Compare. When Jason's first made his bowel movement, I called the doctor because I knew something was wrong because that stuff was waxy. Hey. And I was like, dude, something wrong with this baby? We taking him back to the hospital. <laughs> no refunds. No right. Refund. I, I knew something was wrong. So, yeah, you don't know anything. Right. So, we didn't know anything. But there were – how do I explain? It's not just that we didn't know anything, but – it, it kind of got to a point where people were kind of pushing it a little too far. So I don't want to know about the baby. I just want to know about the relationship. relationship. Like, what did that do to you? Right. So the fantasy that you had when you thought, we're going to have a baby, and then the, the, the reality of we have a baby, and we have to do this, and we have to do that, mm -hmm. and then what it did to your relationship. I feel like it made us stronger, personally. I mm -hmm. feel like it made us stronger. It made us, it made us get close together. Come together. Mm -hmm. Come together. Mm -hmm. All those words. Right. No, no. Um, I'm just saying like, that's right. So yeah. you, you felt like you, yeah. you guys had to join forces in yeah. order to make this thing work. Mm -hmm. I am really quiet mm -hmm. a lot. I'll just let people say their words, you know, I'm like, whatever. And he's like, nudge, nudge, say something right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I feel like it really helped me as a person be better. And I feel like I also helped him as a person, like, calm down a little bit. You're doing a little too much. You gotta calm down. You know, you're yelling. And I feel like it made us stronger as a couple. Like, our bond has gotten very solid. Especially the more she grew, you know. Mm -hmm. so talking back I have a question. What's up? So do you guys feel like you guys started to de developing more patience and understanding because you guys realized that you're in it for the long haul, seeing that, you know, there's now a new life that's being brought into the mix? Oddly enough, I've I feel like with that, the patience thing, it can be very situational. Yeah. So Jordan like... hasn't got the patience yet. That's what he's saying. He still has not got <laughs> no, the patience yet. No, it's like certain things I have patience for more than I did before. Okay. Like I used to, like she said, I used to really hate when she didn't voice her opinion. Man. But now I'm kind of starting to be like, but that's her personality. Right. right. I'm a little so more it... understanding. I still don't like it and I still let her know about it, but I'm not as. But you're trying to change who she is. You're trying to change her. And people come guess, how they yeah. are. Right. And that's that's another thing I want to talk about. We can't change people. Mm -hmm. When you get with that person, they are who they are. Why are we trying to make them into us? Right. Why do we think they're broken? Because really, they're not like really us. making her? Because when Marker and Jason were talking and mm -hmm. he helps her with her weaknesses, she does, in this world, in this society, of this age, needs to speak up for herself. You don't always have to come out with the gloves on, but at some right. point you do have to speak up and say, "Hey, that's enough." Or hey. speak up at so or, so, you know so just I mean? try to make her so, so not change her. Yeah. You don't want to change her. No, right. You just you, you just want to you just want to help her in certain areas. Yeah. So right. you, Jordan it's was just, like, "I got upset when she didn't speak up." But yes. that's another thing when you when we start thinking that what our mate has is a lack instead mm -hmm. of a benefit then we want to change them into what we want them to be. 
So we have to be careful because when you start changing people, it changes the whole dynamic of that person. And then they may become something that you don't like at all. Right. They're oh, not the person yeah. who you fell oh, in love with. Yeah. So we have to be right. careful because then they start speaking up Creating too much. And then, right, right. So, yeah, because that's not the person you fell in love with. Right, the person you fell in right. love with was that person. Right. Exactly. It was fine then, but he's like, now, mm, you know what? You need to speak up more. So right. now I'm going to force you to speak up more. Right. And then they start speaking up and now you're arguing. See, it's right. not that I, I wanted no, to. I'm not just saying pick or, it up. Or no, I know. I know. just that, but like Auntie Angie was saying, like in certain areas in your life, you do need to be, you do need to have your, your voice heard. Right, just like in areas of life, you right, also need to be right. more patient. Exactly, you also be, need to be more tidy. Right, so not trying to change a person, but trying to help, help them, them elevate right. Right. to but their just, best. And, best and that's version. what I'm saying. We have to be careful with that. Right. We have to be careful, and we're trying to help someone become better. And when we're really we're trying to change, trying to change people, yeah. right. I'm a person who speaks up. So you should be a person who. We have right. to be really careful when we do that. It's not. It's not so much that I wanted to change her. It's that she would kind of hold it into a point where she just couldn't anymore. And I was like, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you mm-hmm. need to speak up more so that you're not creating emotions in yourself that you don't like and you're not feeling so right. 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 So and to right. the point you're, you're feeling yourself. Under, right. And you're acting out of character. Inside, right? Just to right. go back to your partnership. Right. If it's mm-hmm. a partnership, you want your partner to be refined and to be, you know, the best version of themselves. And you want each other to be held accountable in that bettering. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's that's kind of what it is more so about. And and one way too of if you really want some change in your relationship, you first have to be that change in which you seek. Exactly. Right in the so, relationship. So we all want a mate that's this, 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 and this. And I want you to be more of a provider. I want you to be more of a man, or whatever it is, whatever we think that in our mind of what we want you to be. Yep, that train left. Yep, but then you have to be it yourself. So that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. If you right, (laughs) I got your back, baby. I got your back. All right, so yeah, (laughs) train stopped there. I picked it up. We have to be what we want, right? So if you want more love, if you say, "Man, I want," you know, I don't have enough love in my relationship, and they they're not, you know, affectionate enough. Right? Are you? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so if you want that change in your relationship, then you have to be it. You know, like if I want to get more respect from my from my wife, I have to be respectful. Mm-hmm. I can't be disrespectful and then turn around and be talking about why you don't respect me because I don't respect you. So with love and anything like that. So while you are, guys are in your relationships, just realize if I want something, I, I'll be it first. I need to be loving. I need to be caring. If you want your husband to talk to you more, stop screaming at him. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he don't respond. Then you get upset, and then you scream more. And I'm and I'm not saying that the women, but it, you know, the thing is, women normally nag or whatever. Whoa, and, and, and whoa, women, women in the house. Nag. Whoa, we don't nag. We don't nag. No, what happened? Oh, now y'all not nagging. No, what? Wrong train. Right, right, right. Wrong train. That's not what I was trying to say. I know that, but what I'm saying is, if you want to get more conversation, okay, wait, don't don't be gender bending. Okay, I want gender bending. No, it's okay. If you people people. If you want to get more conversation out of your mate, then be more conversational. Right. If you want more love, be more loving. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to be friends, and, and that's a big thing. Right. People skip this part. Right. How many Being of you friends. guys were actually friends first? I mean, true friends, where you would share some of your intimate secrets. I didn't Does it hear. matter how long? Okay, I just want to let you guys know we're not on video. 
So oh. people can't see your hands. Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why she was waving her hands. Okay. Oh, I forgot. So, so does, does so, it matter how long we were friends? No, I mean oh, like a friend. Like that was your friend. friend. You guys right. like you, were you friends before you ship before you started dating. Right. Yeah, right. Well, what is a friendship though? A friendship is one that's not it's, intimate. It's, it's, it's platonic. You're yeah. not kissing them. You're not sleeping with them. You're not holding their hand. You're just a friend. You are enjoying their company. You're getting to know. Platonic their, relationship. You go out and maybe to the movies. You, you like you have fun together like you would do any friend. Moving forward, you guys can't become more than friends. More than friends. <laughs> right. Well, I'm a Involved. Confused, so is that a no and yes, Sierra? Well, yeah. We were friends. You were guys were friends first. Yeah, we were okay. Friends. Well, hold up, Earl said he's uh, he's confused. Yeah, I want to hear his confusion. Because my, me and my wife didn't kiss, we hadn't dated, we hadn't done any of that, and I went up to her and told her I'm gonna marry you. And that's why y'all wasn't friends. <laughs> okay. Well, my point is, do you necessarily have to be? Friends? No, I just said it's a good thing to be friends to because be friends. you know why? Okay. Because then. But are we you friends get, now? I think there's but, a song about this. But, but and see, this is the thing. Like she, but, <laughs> we're best friends. But like she said, because when you guys got married, it kind of changed a little bit. And then when you had a baby, you didn't give each other an opportunity to get to know each other deeper. Which probably, if you had become friends prior to, you probably wouldn't have had as many struggles. Not that I know that you had struggles. I'm just saying things right. that that you've already said, like. Things that right. became an issue. Yeah, we right. get it. Right, right, right. So you understand, Earl? Right. I understand right. that, but I'm glad you said that point because we being empty nesters now. Mm-hmm. Right. We found ourselves looking at each other like the kids are gone. What are we gonna do now? Right. right. Who are Guess you? What? We started dating. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's, that's what you have to do. And, and, right. And now, you have to do that. And, each other again. Yes. And you know. now you're finding out things about her. That you're getting to know her on a different so. level. Do you, I think that he pretty much knows me. Are you finally well, I, when well, I, I, he I has to be knowing you, you because we change. You're not the same. Oh, you're not the same, Angela. What I'm saying right. is that since we've been empty nesters, I don't think that there's been any new revelations or have there. Not no, really, yeah, because in the no. beginning, the first thing she told me was, "You have nothing. You own nothing." <laughs> <laughs> but every 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 month, I got these bills. I said, <laughs> I think that you guys have gotten to know each other better from yeah. when you first got married. Oh, for sure. Oh, I mean, so, so like 27 years. Right, right. But, and and so I mean, what like, I'm saying is that well, you, you change to, you change from the person when there's no kids. Yeah. Then you change to a different person when you have kids. Exactly. Yeah. Then you oh, even yeah. change more and you start argue, arguing over stuff that has nothing to do with you because your kids did it. Right. So your kids oh, make yeah. you argue and fight with each other. Yeah, we. I think we had to learn, and this is another part, we had to learn that... Um, yeah, they would do that. They would play one against the other. We had, I mean, we were kind of slow learning. Yeah, we were a little slow learners about this one that we had to show a united front. It was us against mm-hmm. those kids. And they still feel that right. way. Right, but, but right. But now we're a team. Right. Uh, and they do. They come, kids come between you. They, they do. do. And I think oh, like, but it hasn't changed. Did you Grown kids make you want to get a divorce. Yeah. Grown kids will come between your marriage. If you and your, and your mate don't decide that we're a team. Right, and, and right. And they are the enemy. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
know when somebody says we have to move back home, we look at each other and go together. Mm-hmm. No, you can't come back here. <laughs> So we're going to wrap this up and I'm, I'm going to go around and I want someone to share anything that you've learned in your relationship. Don't look at your, your mate or anything, anything that you've learned in your relationship that someone can benefit from because we all go into relationships with this fantasy. And I don't know why we have these fantasies when we grow up. Like Society who, has done who put these stupid things in our head? Like Disney. Who, Disney, okay, but Disney's always killing people. Everybody dies. Someone dies, but it's always a, a happily ever after. Right. Gonna, oh, we're gonna, and so out there for everyone. Day. First, let me say there is no such thing as happily ever after because even when you're happy, there's going to be times when you're not always happy. Right. So there's no such thing as happily ever after. No, because you got to deal with some real grown up stuff in relationships. So period. let's go around and everybody gives some type of advice Mm -hmm. to someone who may be listening i would say to anybody that's going to be newly newly married even though you may have an idea of what you think the marriage is going to be um if things don't work out that way that that doesn't mean that you have to just let go of the relationship or let go of the marriage what i have learned is that marriage is a lot of work and so you have to decide that this is a person that you truly want to be and build and and grow with. It is it's it's a lot of work and I'm every day I'm I'm still learning and he's still learning. We're still learning one another, we're still learning together. And now we're learning our child and I feel like even like maybe 15 years down the line we're still going to be doing the same thing, growing together and learning and changing and it's a lot of wonderful experiences. It's also a lot of tough experiences. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if you decide that this is something that you want to do, this is something that you're going to stick with, I just encourage them to just keep, stick with that person, keep growing, keep, you know, don't let the little small stupid fights about bread break you up, okay? Because, <laughs> and even, even because really that, that first year was just really hard. It just seemed like everything was just falling apart and horrible. The the storm doesn't last. You come out of it and then you look back on it and it's like, what were we even arguing about? For what? So just don't just kind of let stuff roll off. You don't don't take it personally. Just you know, calm down and just keep keep moving forward. Okay, George. Okay. Uh, I think I have a twofer, but uh, first off, I would say that uh, as you always hear around, communication is key, and the more you talk about things, and the more that you guys kind of work together the more that you would kind of realize that you you do have to if it's a partnership you do have to work together you guys do have to figure things out together and the second part which kind of goes in with the first part is you can't let outside people and outside forces dictate things in your relationship and you can't let other people tell you well I don't like this about them and blah 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 because other people could tell you something that they don't like about your partner and that could be something that you love about them so you guys have to spend time together alone and just kind of figure out each other you know get to know each other so that you guys can work together as a team i also agree with communication communication is definitely key i would tell someone who's starting a relationship from day one that you should spend as much time as you can talking about everything and it's surprising to me that i find the young credit today credit talk about credit talking about you said talk about everything talk about credit <laughs> oh yeah talk about your in-laws <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And, and i was just saying young people talk today, about you what know, you owe meet, they, talk they, about the they, money you owe they meet someone and 
they go out on a couple of dates and I go, what's their last name? How many siblings do they have? You know, how do they live with their parents? Who? I mean, just general questions that when I was dating many moons ago, these are just, these are first date questions that people just don't ask anymore. Yeah. I think that you should know this person, especially if you're going to spend any time with them. Six months with it. If they're spending any amount of time with you, you're committing, you're dedicating time to them. You should know everything about them, you know, to a degree, everything. And you should talk about credit. Definitely. You should talk about their spending habits, their saving habits, their sex partners. No, I don't, I don't think that you should. Well, you have to, because if someone's promiscuous, no, you know, you have to be careful with that. But but are they really going to be truthful about that? And I don't think that it's important. You know, that this is one thing that my husband did tell me. And we have never discussed our exes because they're irrelevant in our relationship. And I think a lot of people do that. They bring up their exes. They tell their current boyfriend about their exes. My and, husband. And we, the first night I met him. Yeah. He talked about his ex yeah. the whole night. <laughs> he missed her. And that's why we were friends. Exactly. We were friends. For two, so two years. I could talk to For you two, about three that. three years. Right. Exactly. Yeah, no, we've we've never done that. And he said that it's, it doesn't matter. It's in well, the it was past. short because it's, you, in, you, it's not you important. Dating. And I agree. It's not important. I was like, you are absolutely right. Why are we bringing uh, that? What to me was garbage. Mm-hmm. OK, there is quality stuff and there's garbage. You don't need to bring the garbage with you. Pick and choose the quality stuff that you but communicate. You have to communicate to get to know each other. So many people get into relationships, get into marriages and get into living situations and get into babies and they don't know the person. Yes. They don't know the person. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but also with your background, when you get into a relationship with people, you have to understand that this person, their clean may not be your clean. And and that's another one of our podcasts, right? Understanding the person's background and how they were raised. Okay. So I'll be back on that one. Okay. Call (laughs) call me for a visitor because that's a whole segment in and of itself. Yes, it is. Um, so communication, first of all, and second of all, you have to feel not only that this person loves you, but this person has, so to speak, would die for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when I had the reality or the revelation that my husband loved me ultimately to the epitome, it made me love him more, if if not that I loved him less, but it made me have that same degree of love towards him. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing he wouldn't do for me, which made me say, there's nothing I wouldn't do for him. You know? And that's so true. And I do want to intervene just a second here because uh, Angela wrote a beautiful blog post on our website saying that my husband was there for me. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, explanation of what she's describing now about her husband being there for her in a time that she really needed it um, because her mother was um, ill and had um, health challenges and how he was there and really stepped up for the family. I, 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 I suggest you guys go read that blog post. My husband was there for me. Okay. So <clears throat> that was pretty much it. Thank you. Okay. Girl. I think what I would tell anybody and especially young people, you have to be open. Number one, you have to be honest with each other. Um, you have to be willing to change. I used to have this thing about love me or leave me. And as I matured, I learned that it ain't love me or leave me. You have to be able to communicate with your mate and understand that they, you know, they, you need to change you some to things change, about right. yourself. You okay? Sometimes you gotta, and you gotta tweak yourself. You gotta, gotta tweak yourself. And, um, but did I try to change you? 
Yes. No. No. She she didn't try to change me. No. She um she let me be me, but she did let me understand that if you're gonna be here with me, there's some changes you need to make. Now you're gonna choose to make those changes, or you're gonna you know all with me. What's what you what, what is it gonna be? Yeah. And she didn't try to change me. She let me make the decision that I'm gonna change to be with this woman. She wanted certain things in the relationship, so you either would provide those things. Or you guys would no longer be together. Right. And to young men, old men, all men out there, because you're compassionate and, and support your woman, don't make you weak. Exactly. Right. Amen. Okay. Amen. I, right. I got to agree with that's you. Some, on that. That's some old wisdom. You have a, lot of, you have a lot of boys out there to your man is weak. You weak. But you with your woman, what they, what they got? Exactly. exactly. They're trying to break your stuff up. Thank about you. Trying to test your manhood you weak man coming at me like that right, right. i'll tell you as a young person i've noticed that a lot of my friends say that a lot mm-hmm. i like to say something that really intrigues me a lot of the young young couples will, will I'll, I'll find them watching me and my wife mm-hmm. and after they watch us for a while they'll come up and ask us questions like you all have such a relationship that you know one minute y'all might be arguing and fighting next minute y'all love each other <laughs> like whatever y'all fighting about didn't matter and at, at that point it don't because right. you have to be able to adapt to it and let it go. Don't dwell on it. Like I said earlier, if you got a disagreement or something, don't go to bed on it. Settle it before you go to bed, and you, I think you'll come out a lot better. Okay. Is that it, Daryl? You too? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, like my wife said, I can go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> Jason the second. I've learned one two things, so I'm speaking on two different things. But the first thing is, the worst thing that you could do to somebody you love is invalidate their feelings. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's, that's the a whole worst, other podcast. That's Deep. the worst thing that you can do to <laughs> yeah, someone that true. you love, right? Because if they don't feel validated, then it, there's no there's no foundation for what you guys should love to be built on. Basically, I feel like people have a misconception about what love is and that love um, paradigm should be kind of the gardener and the flower of how when the gardener plants the flower its intention and its actions and its love towards the flower is just for the flower to grow and blossom into all that the flower was designed to be. The gardener is not trying to manipulate or uh, oh, demand okay. the flower to be something to okay. be something that meets its ego. Okay. Right? Okay. You just want it to grow and be all that, you know, it was destined to be in all of its full greatness, sharing and, you know, giving the gifts that they have within them. That's a great analogy. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so now we're going to have Sierra. To just be patient because you're dealing with somebody that's not like you. Mm-hmm. They may be like you in like certain ways, but you're not the same in every way. So you just have to be patient with them because it's a lot of time and learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's just like, because like, you know, just like what you said when you find out, like there's something that you actually don't like and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, nah, mm-hmm. you can't be doing this up in here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that up in here. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> but, like, I just feel like, because a lot of, like, when we first started dating, I was like, oh, no, nah. like, I'm just going to go ahead, remove myself. I can't do this. But it's like, you can't just do that if you think that you want to be with somebody. Like, you have to be patient if you really want it to work. Because okay. you can't just be like, man, I'm out of here. Bump this, like, every two weeks. Because it's, <laughs> it's just like, this is not even that worth That laundry day every two weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You get mad on laundry day. I'm not doing laundry today. Okay. I'm going back to my parents' house. Yeah, you just got to be patient. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Marka, we're going to close it out with Marka. Okay, um, I would definitely piggyback on communication. I think communication is key 
And with that being said, um, ever since me and Jason been together, I've always tell him, let's not go to sleep angry at mm-hmm. each other. And that has been a big thing. So, like, it kind of forces us to talk about our problems and not hold grudges and hold it up until the next day. Because, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Prom- right. right. So, just that mindset of not going to bed angry, that was, you know, that played a big role. And another thing I would say would be at the very beginning, I think it's essential to make sure that you guys are, how do I put it, that you guys are on the same understanding. Like, are we dating for marriage? Are we dating right now? Do you want kids? Like, just to make sure we have the, we're agreeing on the same thing. Because you don't want to get over the cupcake or the honeymoon stage and then you realize wow this person doesn't want to get married or they so don't want to have kids the so, of the relationship. Right. so I think that it's very important to establish that from the very beginning okay so to to actually just um, compound on everything that everyone said in saying that last I think in a relationship also you have to be on the same page I think when you're you you have to find someone who supports you in everything that you want to do or you think you want to do. I mean, we don't always know. Hey, I want to I think I'm going to do this. You want someone to say, you know what? You want to try it. Go ahead. Not. No, that's stupid. Don't do that. Like we need to make money. So I think in case being like when Jason and I first get married. Right. He and we purchase a home. Well, no, no, I'm not the home, but you didn't, you, I'm not, not before that, before but I was saying, right, job. you, right, you quit okay. your job and yeah. we bought a house. No, 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 I, I quit my job because of you. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Because and my parents you said, thought I was crazy. Right. So right. he said, your whole family. he said, he said, I don't like getting up every morning. Every morning he was late for work. When the, when the phone rang at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning, we knew exactly who it was. It was I should have been at work. Exactly. <laughs> and so I had to tell him, if you don't like it, why are you doing it? Quit. He was like, quit. Yeah, just quit. Like, why do something that you don't want to do? And that was very refreshing. I'm like, you, we would still get along if I actually quit. You would really support the fact that I would quit, take half of the income away from the household. She's like, yeah, you can always find another job. I'm like, true, I can. Exactly. So, But that that gave me the freedom to, to take a chance and to understand no matter what happens, she she has my back and people don't realize that like people don't understand that if a man says you know what i don't like this job i want to quit some women would really like freak out they were like well how are we gonna pay the bills no you can't quit your job we didn't you, you know you have to realize that if you if this is the person that you love and you believe in them then why not quit why would you want someone because what happens is that they go to work they're unhappy they come home unhappy so it has nothing to do with you but it has a very big effect on your marriage Mm -hmm. so you want to find someone who supports you who believes in you who will you know push your dream even if your dream is crazy because sometimes some of the craziest dreams work and most relationships suffer because of that yep Mm -hmm. but i think that you should have some type of relationship with god with who with whomever your god is right so there is no right there is no wrong it's just that i think that we should you know have something that we can turn to for support help and a higher understanding that is higher than our own that was the foundation in our that was your foundation no, right absolutely so yeah when you when you, once you turn away from each other and you actually turn towards god and 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 what really brought you together what marriage is actually about 
the spirituality of it. Whoever, whatever your, right. your whoever God's name is. is, right. So your, your marriage would become stronger because it's not really focused on you and I. And we sound like we're beginning this podcast instead of ending it. Okay. That's so, so true. Yeah. So I, come a full circle. Right, right, right. It has come a full circle. But I, I must say I have enjoyed the conversation. I have too. I have too. I hope you guys enjoyed speaking and sharing. I just want to thank everyone for taking the time out to come and speak on the podcast. So until next time, guys, uh, we're going to wrap this up now. And, and don't forget, we are in, in it, it to win it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Loving Beyond the I Do podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship or visit our website at legendaryrelationship.com. Till next time, remember to make every day count.